Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the No Ratings Podcast. Wherever you're listening to this right now, take a pause, subscribe, follow, like, whatever it is. And if you have any thoughts, then tweet them at No Ratings Pod. We've got a special episode coming your way. With the league kicking off, we're going to be talking about title predictions. If, if everyone stays fit in our squad, I genuinely think um, number 20 is coming home this season, maybe. About underdogs. I disagree. I actually think Fulham will stay up, in my opinion. Uh, I actually like what they've done. And listen, maybe I'm, I'm betting on Mitrovic finally carrying his championship form over to the Premier League after like the sixth attempt. But I don't know. Something in Envy says uh, Fulham will stay up this year. And there's plenty of hot takes. The person, the only reason why I've got United third is because of one person. And if he stays, he's got an agenda. That person is Cristiano Ronaldo. Joining me on this week's episode, we have Grizz, who you have already heard everything about. We're also joined by Leas and Faisal, and instead of me telling you all the wonderful things about them, I'm going to pass it over to them guys, who are going to give you an introduction and a fun fact as well. Go for it, boys. What's up, guys? My name is Leas. Uh, I chat a lot of shit on football Twitter. Uh, I work for Bleacher Report, and a fun fact about me is that, uh, yeah, the same one that I used last time. It's that I'm probably the only American on this whole podcast. Terrible fact. Uh, Faisal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Faisal and again I, I chat a lot of shit about football as well um, fun fact about me is I, I'm um, I, I'm an estate agent actually so, uh, so yeah there you go you're an estate agent in London in London yeah I'm looking for property. Hey, I'm considering a move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just going, oh, boy. We'll talk after. <laughs> <laughs> and now that you've met the cast, let's crack on with the pod. No wish-washy, nothing like that is happening today. We are going all the way. I was going to use a very 
uh, unacceptable quote, then I'm quite sure everybody can figure it out. I'll let you figure that out. We're going to go all the way in. Let's just stick with that. Uh, first manager to get sacked this season. Uh, Grizz, I'm keen to hear who you're going to say, but I've got such a big feeling me and you have chosen the exact same boss. Do you reckon? Because I was thinking you may say that, so I may have changed it just to disrupt that plan of yours. Go on, then. So, actually, no, I'm going to stick with my original <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my original one. And for me, I've been saying it for a little while, and I've been upsetting a lot, a lot of Chelsea gremlins, but I think it's going to be just a champion. Tactical Tommy out there. I think, but, but I tell you what, does it count if I think he may resign? Like, does losing yeah. his job count? Like, I think so. I think, yeah, losing your job, getting sacked, like first man to go, basically. First man to go. Yeah. I think first man to go could be Tactical Tommy himself. Call it a hot take, call it a wild take, but it's a take. Oh, I, you I, know, just, I, I just think, I just think there's rumblings there, man. If they don't get, Three or four signings over the over the line in the next week, literally two weeks or however left there is, three, two, three weeks. If they don't get those signings over the line, if he has to go into this squad, uh, into this season with a squad he's got, and the way he's throwing them under the bus every game, every press conference, he seems to to to, to say what he uh, what he really thinks. I don't know, man. This 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 new American owner, he's going to be patient, of course, because you know. Tactical Tommy is the best coach out there for them right now. But I'm not sure if Tactical Tommy thinks Chelsea is the is the best place to be for him, man of his calibre. That's the way I look at it. Grizz, I, I considered that one, to be honest with you. Uh, Tuchel was definitely one in the back of my head, especially with his past relationships with uh, PSG and Dortmund. He always tends to have a falling out with the higher-ups over there. That's it. And, and I could definitely see it happening here, but... I'm sorry. For me, there's a very obvious one here. And for me, I think he's very fortunate to have gotten this job in the first place. I think he's barely fortunate to have survived this job last season. And I think this season, for me, if you look at the business they're doing, the amount of goals they've lost over Charlison, I struggle to see how they're going to stay up this year. And it's Frank Lampard for me. I'm and I, I think that. if you were to ask me who's going to be the first one to go, especially with Everton's history of being trigger happy as well with managers... I think Frank Lampard is the obvious choice. I haven't checked the bookies' favorites, but if I had to, I'm sure he would be high up there. Tuchel isn't a bad shout, but for me, Lampard is the one that I'm going to keep an eye out for for first second. Faisal, I'm just going to quickly go back to this Tuchel shot because initially, I, I like the way you've stayed quiet because I feel like you don't want to get into an argument early doors. But when Gris said tactical Tommy, and I don't know why Gris feels it necessary to call him tactical Tommy every single time. Oh, it's um, going to happen every time. Get used yeah, to it. You were shaking your head. I get it. I, I get the whole Tuchel and I get the Lampard as well. But I feel like I don't. I don't see Tuchel uh, either resigning or maybe them 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 firing him. Especially no, I agree. Look, I, I agree they're not going to fire him. I, I, let's put it out there before people think. Oh, I agree they're not going to fire him. I just think he's. I just think he's very volatile at the moment. I don't know, man. If he's forced to play Broja as his main striker. There could be turbulence. But for me, I went. I went with the person. I went with a team that's gonna take the longest to win a game. I went with Parker from Bournemouth. I think Bournemouth is gonna struggle this season. I've got them twentieth. I feel like they're gonna have a Norwich season of last season. I think it's gonna take them till maybe October, November to win an actual game, and then from there, you'll be out. 
Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I I went with Lampard. I'm going to come back to Bournemouth in a second for the exact same reasons Leah's did. And I did look at the odds. I'm not a gambling man. I do not promote any gambling businesses. However, if you want to um, pay for the pod to be out there, just let me know. I'm Haram behavior. I'm playing. Um, yeah, I, I personally throw in Lampard out the door immediately. Uh, I don't. I think I don't like Everton's transfer window. Um, I don't like what they were doing at the end of last season. And they literally stayed up because they were the best of a terrible bunch that went down and uh, they've just got rid of Charleston as well. Um, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin is struggling big time. So I don't know where the goals are going to come from. Um, on the point of Tommy Tuchel, oh, I'm not going to lie, right? I was stuck between Parker and Tommy Tuchel. And I swear to God, this is an awful reason to not predict Parker to get relegated. And you lot are going to hate me for it. He's just a good-looking guy, isn't it? Another reason why I think Parker will be given as much time as possible is because of the job he's done at Bournemouth. So they're going to be patient with him. They know it's not a walk in the park. Bournemouth suddenly back in the Premier League. Probably expected to win a couple of games anyway, like before Christmas. That, you know, they'd be good to go. Like, you know, if they win about four games, they'd be very happy. So I don't think it's a matter well, I, of no, I agree with him. I agree with that, but I feel like they're gonna take. I think for them, they're not gonna win their first game till maybe October, November, and from there, that's it. His time will be done. I think rather than winning, just I think um, rather than winning one game and then go on a stretch without winning any games, I think with them, they're gonna take a long drought to win an actual game. I'm just gonna say though, he's by far the best dressed manager in the league, hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I probably guess yeah, I won't hear anyone argue with that. Faisal, whilst we're on the topic of Bournemouth, let's just move straight into relegation. You've given me a perfect segue. You're obviously saying Bournemouth are going down, right? Bournemouth 20th. Uh, down. Yeah, I agree. Straight. All right, let's go. We'll, we'll go 20, 20, 20, 19, 19. Uh, Lee, as you put in Bournemouth 20th as well. Uh, I'm going to go Bournemouth 20th. <laughs> Chris? I'm only going, I'm going 20th at the moment unless they buy uh, Nat Phillips. If they're buying that Phillips, then I may change the 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 the, the, the position. I may increase it by one. <laughs> so many, but I may increase it by one. So if it's if it's no Nat Phillips, then I think I think Bournemouth is a fair shout. Yeah, I'd go for twentieth Bournemouth as well. Yeah, I've gone the exact same. Full house. Um, far too many gambling references here. <laughs> Faisal, who have you gone second bottom? Nineteenth, I got Fulham. I think they've made two. I think Palini has been a good signing for them. Andres Pereira, so so. But they're, 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 they've got the same habit as Norwich up and down, up and down. So it's 19th. Pereira is known as the pre season player, yeah. isn't yeah, it? I don't see him yet. Yeah, I don't see him doing well. But Palinia, though, is a very, from Sporting, is a very good underrated signing. But still, okay. I, don't, I don't think it's going to be enough for them. Layers. I disagree. I actually think Fulham will stay up, in my opinion. Uh, I actually like what they've done. And listen, maybe I'm I'm betting on Mitrovic finally carrying his championship form over to the Premier League after like the sixth attempt. But I don't know. Something in NB says uh, Fulham will stay up this year. I'm looking at Southampton, and this is another team that I always look at at the start of a season. Like, do they have enough? They always lose their biggest players, and they seem to find a gem out of nowhere, like a Salisu. Last year, they got uh, production from Broja. But I look at what they've lost, and how every single season, the last few years, they just keep getting worse and worse and worse towards the end of the season. So I actually have Southampton going down this year. God, 19th for Southampton, man. Yeah. If, but the thing is, if Southampton are finishing 19th, that means they've got to have a really bad start, which probably means Ralph Hausman will... I disagree. 
I, I disagree. Southampton, if anything, they tend to start the season off really strong. I think last year, in fact, they were like eighth or ninth. Yeah, yeah, like they January. were. And then they just go like, they, they have their annual 9-0 that they lose. And then they, they lose like eight games in a row. But you're saying second bottom. To finish second bottom, you can't Second have, bottom, like, third a... bottom. If they go 18th, 19th, I think they're going to nah, go down. bro, I said 19th. Don't try this. I'll, I'll stick with <laughs> 19th. I said it already, 19th. <laughs> this guy's trying to convince me otherwise. <laughs> Chris? Yeah, it's, that's a, it's a tough one. Um, that is a tough one. I, I do like the Southampton shout. Yes, I do like it. I think I'll be on that train if they get rid of Che Adams as well, who's their only realistic player. No Broha, and then they're looking to sell Che Adams unless he's got someone lined up straight away. Um, that could be a tricky one for them. They have bought... Uh, Aribo. Aribo is a good sign from Rangers. And, mm. and even, and even I, I don't rate him personally. I know he scored well. a goal. But those those uh, players yesterday, That do you see that goal back? That was like watching Barking in District League. Like, 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 like no no it was I don't know if you saw it did you see it yeah yeah Faisal if you're if you're basing them staying up on a rebo and that goal then bro nah man they're in trouble but, but that Man City uh, uh, Lavia, uh, yeah, Lavia, Lavia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a nice player and to be honest with you they've got a Salisu there as well I like Kawu Peak you know the one you I'm just named five players man yeah yeah but that's it of course Ward Prowse the free kick king expert but I think Leah's that's a good shout you know I was I was flirting with Southampton going down but I'm gonna stick with Fulham all right Faisal third bottom this one's tough man I was on I was stuck uh, on this for a while oh by the way I, I put Fulham second bottom as well I had a couple of teams in mind but we're, we're with Leeds what are you doing? Hit me out, 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 hit me out. Yes, don't like this that, is a gang, isn't it? American accent come out, man. I feel with them. Back my boy. <laughs> I, I know Lars going to be upset with this one. Uh, with them, I feel they, they were lucky last year. The signing they've bought, decent. Siniesta for final, Tyler Adams, Rucker. But I feel like the departures of both Rafinha and Calvin Phillips is a massive, massive, massive loss for them. So I feel like they haven't replaced either one of them. Siniesta is a bit of Rafinha, but not productivity-wise. But I feel like they were lucky last year. They're not going to get lucky this year. I have I have Everton going down 18th. I mean, I kind of gave you the reasons why. But for Leeds, listen, I think Leeds last season, what people aren't taking into account, and this isn't just to back back the manager, right? Because I have some affiliation there. But Leeds, before he came in under Bielsa, were the worst defensive team I've probably ever seen in the Premier League, like including Norwich or Derby. Like, they were conceding goals at the craziest rate possible. Like when you look at the goals allowed, the only reason they were down there to begin with was because they had like 70 goals conceded by March. It was crazy. And I think at least with this new management and like with, with players that they're coming in who also understand the system, I just think they're going to be a lot more solid. So yeah, they have lost a bit of star power, but under Bielsa, like that, that was a sinking ship going, going down quickly. And to be honest, the fact that they even stayed up to begin with for me was a surprise. I, I, I'm just going to put it out there very quickly, Leah, as you just said, Derby, yeah? Uh, you were watching MLS when Derby were in the Premier League, let's be real. That was 2007. <laughs> I, what, what did I tell you last time? I told you 06 was the first time I ever started watching football. So all right, don't try and right. catch me out like that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grizz, uh, third bottom. I know you love Leeds. We'll come, we'll come to these these shouts. We've got so many predictions to go through. I don't like the Leeds one. I think it's stinky as well, but Grizz, please. Forest, 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 <laughs> Nuts Forest, Nuts Forest. I know Ooh. they've bought, yeah, they've brought in a lot of players and I think that... You're going to be hella unpopular, man. Championship fans are all going to go, you're just relegating three teams you don't know nothing about, Grace. You just watch well, Champions League football. 
Well, this is it. This is it. But there's a reason why that usually is the case. You know, the, the promoted teams do go tend to go straight back down. And I know people are going to say they've bought five, six very, very good, highly rated players, including uh, Mr. Jesse Lingard. But I think the fact that they've brought so many, um, you know, one thing this league teaches you is you have to have some sort of structure and knowing how each other play and sort of familiarity. All right. I'd love to deep dive into Forrest. I don't actually have many thoughts on Forrest. They were, they were in consideration, but I wasn't really bothered by them. I'm convinced, absolutely convinced that Brentford are going down this season. I said it all season last year, and then they signed Ericsson, and then I think he got three assists and four goals, but all in separate games. That was the big thing. Yeah. He wasn't getting them in a, in a glut, and that helped him massively. So I am throwing Brentford down. I don't even know why I've got so much beef with him, man. I'm actually sat in Brentford recording this. So. I was gonna, I, that's a My end. shout, especially with the, uh, the Ericsson shout, but they're replacing him literally like for like, or not, obviously not the class of Ericsson, yeah, yeah. but they're going for Damsgaard. Yeah, but if they, they need to get him first. If they get also Damsgaard was very, very good for about seven or eight months, got a lot of hype, and then he hasn't really produced since then. But anyway, anyway, who do we think will be the flop signing of the season? We'll reverse the order this time because uh Faisal gets the early shout. So this time let's let's see if we can throw him under the bus. Uh Gris, <laughs> uh, who is your potential flop signing? Richarlison is gonna be the biggest flop. How much was he? 50 million or something? Yeah, plus add-ons. My God, if he gets double figures, I'll come in here and sing a Bollywood song or something live. <laughs> I'm telling you, double double figure league goals. That's a All flop, right. man. 50, 60 million pounds for Richarlison. And, and, you know, that's a mad, wild fee to pay for someone to be a backup to Son and Kane. Leah's flop signing? I think it's I think it's kind of tough. Like I kind of went through who the big teams had already signed, and I don't I don't really look at like one standout. But I kind of want when I name a, a flop, I almost want to say, okay, he has to cost a lot of money because that means that if he flopped, he didn't live up to the expectations. And this is a mad shout because to be honest with you, I haven't seen much of him, so this might be a shot in the dark. But I look at a Fabio Vieira, and I don't really know where he fits into that Arsenal team just off looking at that eleven on paper. And again, this could completely turn on me, and he could end up having a brilliant season. But just based on like how they've given Odegaard the captaincy and how he tends to like Xhaka and Partey, if that continues, in that midfield, uh, Vieira, I don't really see how he's going to put his mark in this team. And I kind of look like a Donny van de Beek situation. Completely different players, of course, but mm. it was kind of the same situation where he came in with a ready-made starting player who's going to play every single game in that position. How is Vieira going to break into this team? If he does, that's a wicked shot. Play. No, 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 no. I think, I think you've won this round. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a mad shout. Yeah, sure. He's won this round. He's won uh, this round. Yeah, that's, a good shout. that's a good shout. Well, I went, I went, I went with Richardson as well. I, I don't understand. Ooh. I don't understand the signing. They've bought him for 50, 60 million for him. I don't even think this is a hot take. I don't even think he's going to be the main star ahead of Kulovsky. I think he's going to be the main star. And for him, for, for, for to buy him for 50, 60 million, to be a bench warmer, super sup, I don't even think he's going to get, as as Chris said, nowhere near double digits goals. He might five, six goals. But yeah, for, for that for that amount of fee, no. Yeah. Not for me. It's definitely the fee, in it? I think like when you pick a flop signing, I was looking at a few. You have to, you have to equate the fee. I think that's, that's the biggest I mean, element. That's the biggest element. Yeah, right? yeah. Because you can't really call someone who's a nine million signing a flop because yeah. he's going to leave for like eight million. So it doesn't really make a difference. But, but here's the thing too, question. right? I yeah, can ask ahead. one question, guys. 
and be honest, please, because honesty is the best policy. And that's what makes it interesting, right? Because if you just lie, <laughs> what's the point, right? Thank you. Please, thank you. Yeah, please be honest. Please be honest. Was you guys considering saying Darwin Nunes? Be honest, guys. Yeah. Badly. More than you believe. More than you believe <laughs> I was considering. I, I told you. I knew it. <laughs> hey, Liz, when he if he hadn't scored, scored yesterday, I would have said it. I, I promise. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. That's why I asked. <laughs> Uh, I, I was not considering Darwin Nunez at any point. I have gone with... Um, this is who I thought you were going to say, Chris, because I know you absolutely hate this guy. Go on. Was it Raheem Sterling? No. no <laughs> this is just a list of people. Because I was going to say Chelsea. Anything to do with Chelsea? I was going to say, yeah, Chelsea. Uh, nah, I've gone Diego Carlos. Um, oh, shout Grizz hates him. Grizz actually hates him. <laughs> On the last episode, he referred to him as Massive the Massive car crash. Yeah. Diego Carlos, can yeah. we resubmit our entries? Oh my God, <laughs> Diego Carlos. Diego <laughs> Carlos, what uh, absurd, absurd, ludicrous signing. Because is it, unless he's replacing Tyrone Mings, but then you're replacing the Brazilian Tyrone Mings with the, with, 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 with the English Tyrone one, Mings. One bozo in, one bozo out, bro. You know, unless he's replacing him. But if they're looking to play him together... Oh, wow. they are definitely playing them together. They're definitely playing really? them together. Oh, shit. Stevie G, brother, you need to rethink that Liverpool job, man. I don't know, man, anymore, man. I was yeah. a massive Stevie G fan. The, the Villa's talent idea is just odd yeah, as a whole. Like, they, they make like two or three really promising, clever signings, and then they just go and buy the next man they see on FM. Um, and I, I've, I haven't even got a Diego Carlos agenda. I just think he's not worth 32 million or whatever it is. And then also, I think in their situation, they needed a right-sided centre-back. I actually think they need a left-sided centre-back, but I'm not going to have to go after Mings like Grizz just did. Um, Mings don't need it twice if it, in case he's listening to this. He's already put his headphones down. Um, I, I felt like they could have got a left-sided centre-back instead. Instead, they got another right-sided centre-back who is now going to likely limit Courtney House's time. Obviously, can play left and right. But then also, my boy uh, Esri as well. So... I'm like, what's going on? Um, I think it's a terrible signing. Like, top to bottom, I think it's a terrible signing. Also, like, he was he was one of those players four years ago everybody wanted. Four years later, when no one's talking about him, there's no point going and getting him. There's a reason for that. So, um, he's my guy. Uh, we'll quickly jump on to the signing of the season. Um, I don't mind going first with this one because I haven't gone first. I was considering Sterling, you know, Chris. I think Sterling is going to cook at Chelsea, man. I then, really I think, then, I think, then I think you're going to agree with the one I had in mind. Go on. I think this is just me and Grizz having a bromance. Sorry, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have actually gone with Scamacca. Uh, watched him a lot in Italy. Think he suits David Moyes so much, man. Um, he's going to be the tattooed gangster in the Premier League. Defenders are going to yeah. run scared. That's I absolutely. One, That's a lot. Well, you're not feeling it. You're not feeling it. No, 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 no. Italians in the Premier League coming from Syria. That's that's. That's tough. I've got bro. That, that, I've gone bold. It's a risk. Yeah, it's a risk. And I like him, to be honest with you. But like, that's for me, it's obvious, though, right? It's bold. But the obvious one is Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus, yeah. for me, will be the signing of the season. I think you've seen the impact that he's made already on preseason at Arsenal. It looks like he's been there for years. The chemistry he's already struck up with Martinelli on one side, Saka on the other. And finally, they ditched this, this guy, Lacazette, which they've needed to do for years, in my opinion, like a threat. And they finally bring in a recognized forward that can bang in goals, that can hold up play just like Lacazette would, but could actually do more than one thing as a center forward. I think for that price, it's perfect. He already has a connection. I think you look at Zinchenko too, could be a really, really smart signing there. But Jesus, yeah. for me, is signing of the season. 
I, I, I love Nubade's player shout. I just think I disagree with the right club. I think if Chelsea saw, bought Skamaka, I would have said, whoa, that could work nicely. Um, but at West Ham, I, I don't think so. You know the thing is, right? Skamaka, the thing about Moise is he, he loves... Skamaka's not a traditional big man, but he loves a big man who can make the ball stick. And Skamaka can make the ball stick, man. He's your five-a-side big man up top who's throwing man around. And he, he gives me lifetime vibes, honestly. Yeah, big time. But he just doesn't have Skamaka, like that. Even if Conte bought Skamaka, we could have made that made, made more sense than Richarlison, right? If Conte bought Skamaka, yeah. you would have thought, oh. Yeah, but he ain't going to play because Harry Kane is. Skamaka's not a backup that, dancer. That's true. That's true. Um, I was going to go with Gabriel Jesus, but we don't want to just have it like everyone agreeing with everyone. So I'm going to stick and say it with my chest. Mr. Darwin Nunes himself is going to rock this league. Like, oh, my God. Already seen glimpses. I'm praying on this guy's downfall, this, man. Oh, man. You guys can pray all you want. I'm telling you guys, this guy is a is a winner. You can tell his mentality is a winner. And then if you've got that added to the coaching ability of Jürgen Klopp in this setup, fire starter, I'm telling you. He's already started fires everywhere, but the league hasn't even started. Wait until the league starts. My God, we're going to see. He's going to get a lot of yellow cards when taking off that top and revealing all them tatties, but we don't care. He's mad. <laughs> Darwin Nunes. People are going to forget the fee. You know everyone's talking about the fee? People are going to forget the fee. Like Virgil van Dijk, like Alisson. People are going to forget the fee. How much was Chris, it? I feel like your tune on this has changed recently, to be honest. Has, I don't think you were as optimistic has, of a few weeks ago has, about this. Absolutely wasn't. Absolutely wasn't. But, well, you know, we're here to be humble and change when we when we have more access to more information. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to be humble and accept we were wrong. Hey, fair and enough. And we move on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Faisal. I was going to go with Jesus as well, but let's 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 be different. Let's be different. Uh, I'm going with this guy only for the reason they've signed for 50 million and it's Haaland. Yes, I know yesterday's performance was shocking. But for, for you, All I'm saying, I'm sorry, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. bro. No, 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 wait, pause no, for a second. I, <laughs> I, I gave you six I hours to go and research. Yeah, hang on, hang on. My shout, my shout was going to be Jesus, but then Chris said, you know what, let's be different. I was like, all right, cool. Let's be different. So, hold on. I've, no, I've got a better angle to come with him. I've got a better angle. That means your club ain't winning the Champions League. Because the only way Haaland is a success and signing of the season, if he enables Man City to win the Champions League. And that means your purple... Brothers over there, the, the kit that you're wearing, they ain't winning the Champions League. So, yeah, you're in a lose, kit, lose by situation. The way. You know what? You know what? That's, that's a very good counter argument. Very good counter. But, however, the reason why I said Haaland, only one reason, and that's not, not for the Champions League aspect, is they've bought one of the best strikers at 21 years old for 50 million. He's going to be. He's going to stay there for a couple of years. I think not this 50 year. Fifty million pound in wages because there's a release clause, and then four four hundred and fifty thousand in wages over a five year deal, and he's got a release clause. I don't think that's great, great. But he's 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 already at your club. He's already seeing visions. That's why you really chosen him because you know he's coming to you in three years' time. I guess, because yeah. that's what he wants to do. Yeah, that's why you've chosen him. No. Nah, listen, Can I give an honorable? Can I give an honorable mention to one player? On. Christian Eriksen on a free is banging business, man. And this is no bias involved. But Christian Eriksen for no fee whatsoever, I think is some of the smartest business United has done in, in years. And it doesn't say much because yeah. there's not much to stack it up against, but I think it's a great deal. Can't argue yeah, that because he's, he's a world-class player and you get him for yeah, free. I, I don't even, yeah, I don't even feel like that's even an yeah. argument. Like, you you just offered a free man. Like, <laughs> we can't, he's not ever going to be gonna a false man kick for free. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You're trying to get brownie points for no reason here. Um, Listen, we need it. That's all we can. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Uh, 
Swiftly moving on, we're going to be back in a very short break. There's no ads, by the way, just for those wondering. It's just for me to have a little breather. Let's swiftly get back in this. Everyone's had a breath, and Grizz is no longer after Faisal just because he's got a nicer beard. Um, It's the Madrid Madrid thing, man. For those who sat at home thinking purple jersey, what is he talking about? Uh, Faisal ordered a brand new Real Madrid jersey for his first appearance on the pod. And all I'm going to say, and I can say this because I know Sharky very well, he doesn't do this for Sharky's pod. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Just for you. Just dedicated to this podcast only. (laughs) <laughs> love, 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 love. Uh, all right, we'll go with surprise teams first before we get right into the nitty gritty. We'll keep this one swift and easy because I think there isn't really an argument. Everyone's just sort of throwing something out there. Um, who do we think will be the surprisingly bad team this season and surprisingly good? You can do both of them in one go. Liz, we'll start with you with this one. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know how big a surprise it is, but I'm going to predict the team that underwhelms the most is going to be Chelsea. And I think it's because it's just a team that's consistently in the top four. That's the team that since Abramovich has came in, I think, or obviously he's not here anymore, but since that takeover and they became a, a top, top club, they've missed the Champions League one single season. And that's just a club that doesn't spend many years outside of that competition. And I think that this year, with all the pandemonium that's kind of gone with the new ownership change, uh, the, the amount of players that Barcelona have just sniped off of them, I think that's the team that's going to miss out on the top four for both North London clubs. And I think you have to consider that a massive, a massively underwhelming season. And your your team that will do better than they should do? That's 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 a tougher one. I'm going to say Arsenal. I, I, maybe that's again kind of like not the the most spectacular choice, but I just think that the progress that they've been making the last few seasons under Arteta maybe wasn't as tangible in terms of like in the table. They're they're going from eighth to fifth to fourth, but I think on the pitch you can clearly see improvement. I think they've had one of the best windows in Europe. And I think that this year will be the year they get back in the Champions League after six years and third or fourth finish for them. Hmm. Well, you chose safe options there, I can't lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because I, I didn't do too much research to be honest. <laughs> all, all, I gave the man the script for six hours and he comes with that. Right. I'm, I'm going to keep going after people for this. I had 30 minutes with this. Grizz, uh, who's your good and bad? My, my ones that are going to flop, like sort of below the recent level, you can say is, uh, is Leicester City. I think uh, especially, especially if they lose Wesley Fofana, like it seems like Chelsea are uh, just yeah, leading uh, David Ornstein's. Yeah. I'd also that. just like to quickly add to that. Newcastle have had a bid rejected for Madison of 40 million, but wow. apparently the deal is going to go ahead. Well, there you go, because Ooh. you've just ruined my... Uh, why did you have to buy in? I apologize. (laughs) That's my both answers in one there. So my team, that's going to do well, but I I don't know if you guys expected Newcastle to do really well or how well, but I'm looking Leicester just avoiding relegation bad. And I'm looking Newcastle challenging, really challenging around the fifth, sixth, outside, outside fourth. That's how much I'm expecting Newcastle to improve. Yeah, because I, I rate the guy. I rate Eddie Howe, man. He's a quality coach and he hasn't bought just willy-nilly he's trying to buy players that and and that botman signing i think is going to surprise a lot Underrated. of people because he believes in playing from the back and he's one of the best ball playing center backs around europe oh bold Faisal, have you gone as bold as grizz no i will not um <laughs> uh for he's only 20 for the surprise team of the of the season i've went with one of the teams that 
Grizz picked for relegation, and that is Forrest. I think Forrest, oh. I think Forrest is going to have a similar esque, similar vibe season to what Brentford had last last year. I think the signings they've bought made made perfect sense. That Nico Williams, Jason Lingard, they bought the guy Niate from uh, from Mainz. They bought some good signings. So I feel like it's going to be a top ten finish for them. My cool. disappointing team of the year of the season is Brighton. I feel like Brighton. They're used to top 10, top 9, top 8. But I think with Bissouma gone and with Coca-Cola, whatever, yeah, Coca-Cola, it's about Coca-Cola. to Coca-Cola. <laughs> Man just gave me a new flavour for Pepsi. Google <laughs> Pepsi. Pep's going to listen to that. And, 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 and Morpé as well. Morpé is an Andre Lutz for them. He went to Serie A. So I feel like with them, they haven't replaced any of them with proper marquee signers. So yeah. I've got them um, finishing. Oh, I like that shout. No, I, I like yeah. that shout. The Brighton one is good, but I've got too much faith in Potable. I've got too much too. faith in him. In I fact, in a Potable. kind of way, in a in a in a weird way, I hope they do do bad, so he he leaves and goes to a bigger and better club because he deserves better. I just generally think he's one of the best coaches out there, so that's mm. why I don't think they're gonna have a bad season, kind of thing. Mm. Also, just to double check, has Malpai left? Because I, I had no say, idea of this. Has Malpai he went, left? Yeah. He went, he went, he went to... Um... You haven't checked that out, have you? You're well, I, did. <laughs> I did. He went to the promoted team. Um, Saratina, Monza, something. Let, let me check, let me check. Wait, let me check. wait, exactly. wait, wait. I need, to, I need to have a look at this. I'm so sure he hasn't left. I'm pretty sure as well. Uh, because... I would like to con- I would like to confirm Neil Malpai has not gone anywhere. He is currently Thank sat you. in Brighton eating cod and chips, laughing Thank at Faisal's lack of knowledge on this. The tactical master has been found out. Can Faisal please remind everyone what he's known as? What's your first name? <laughs> tactical genius. Not transfer genius. He's rumoured to go. He's rumoured to go to either Monza or something. No, he's not leaving this like, late in the window, man. That's like the Bernardo Silva shout of leaving City. No way they're letting him go. I'm very sure. Well, let's see. Let's see in, about, in about a month, let's see. Let's see. In about a month. To be fair, to be fair, he doesn't claim to be Fabrizio Romano. He's talking about tactics. He didn't even say a word about tactics. We're still going after him. My good team that's going to overperform is Leeds. Um, I really, really love their signings. Um, obviously, Calvin Phillips was massive for them, uh, but mm. I really like Mark Rocha. I really like Tyler Adams. Uh, they might struggle if they don't get a backup to Patrick Bamford because I don't know how fit he, he will stay. Uh, but generally, I, I just like the balance of the team and I love Jesse Marsh, man. These big time vibes. Like, I would walk through a wall for that guy and I don't, I don't even know him. So I, I, got, I got a lot of time for him. On the flip side, I think Bruno Large overperformed last mm. year and by overperforming, I think Wolves are going to be in trouble. They don't have Jimenez for the first eight weeks of the season. Fabio Silva's gone out on loan. They haven't got a recognised striker. Um, they would also lost Saiz, who had played more minutes um, at Wolves than any other player um, in the league, which is like to lose a player like that will be massive for them. Jean Martinez, 415 years old. Uh, so I think, they're, I think they're in trouble. I don't think they're going to be like terrible, but I think the expectation is they're maybe going to finish sixth or seventh or eighth. I don't think they're finishing anywhere near that. But uh, let's get into the nitty gritty. All right. Top four. We've got top four to go. We've got playmaker of the season. We've got player of the season. And we've also got top scorer. We also have uh, five subs as well. So we've got plenty uh, still to go. Not five subs. Uh, the sub of the season. So uh, let's go with top four. Four, three, two, one. And then we can have a conversation about it after. Um, who shall I throw under the... Liaz, it's time to get under the bus, son. <laughs> <laughs> 
So fourth place. Fourth place, I am going, and it was a very like flip choice between two teams. It's Arsenal and Spurs, because I think the, the top two go bet against them on your life. I'm going to go, and just because I gassed them up to be the, the team that will surprise, I'm going to go Spurs at fourth, and because I'm going to have the other team at third. Tottenham at fourth, I think it's going to be close, and I mean, like a lot of people could even think that with the firepower that they have up front, they arguably might have the best attack in the league at this point. But I just think that there's still too many holes in that team. I look at goalkeeper. I look at those center back positions. Even in midfield, is there there enough creativity in there? I question that as well. Conte is terrific. But I also think Conte playing three games a week is is not as terrific, especially playing in the Champions League. So I think they're going to finish fourth this season. Mm. Third? Ah, yeah, third. So third is uh, Arsenal. Because again, I really rate the business that they did. I think that the improvement has been very visible to see over the last few seasons. And I think Gabriel Jesus is going to be the signing of the season. So just easy like that. Man said third, you know. Uh, Faisal, you're scratching your your head very aggressively. Who's finishing fourth and third for you? Fourth, similar reasons um, to Lyle's Spurs. Third, again, the controversial. I've had so many backlash when I said it um, over there on SDS. I've got United third. This is, this is, hear me out. This is why, yeah? No. Now, listen, 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 listen. This, this is why, yeah? This is why. I don't want to hear you out. I'm putting you I feel you. like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with United, listen, Ten Hag, I think, is the best manager they could have grabbed. That's one. Let's just leave it out there. Mm-hmm. I think, yes, the attacking depth isn't as strong. If Sancho's been missing for the past two games, they've been struggling. I, I, I agree with that. But the, the person, the only reason why I've got United third is because of one person. And if he stays... Oh, brother, don't do that, man. That, I swear to God, if... That Go person on. is Cristiano Ronaldo. Get this listen, man off the stage. <laughs> listen, listen, a lot of things has been said... Like, hear me out. A lot of things have been said about Ronaldo. Let me land with this point, yeah? A lot of things have been said about Ronaldo. He's heard the backlash. He's heard the agendas. He's heard the, the narratives about no one wants him. Everyone's rejecting him. Martial start ahead of him. And angle Ronaldo... It's one of the best football players I've seen it firsthand. Whenever Ronaldo's angry, he delivers. And I think with this time, no Champions League, his biggest mission this year would be would bring Ronaldo, would bring United to the Champions League. And that's his only goal. That's his only aim. Faisal, you saw, you saw an angry United it, five years ago at Real Madrid, bro. Not a 37-year-old one with creaky knees. But but this time, bro, he's he's got he's got his reputation to lie. He's got his legacy. His legacy stands on bringing United to the Champions League. And I'm no telling you way. Right now, not his legacy. No, right it's not. His legacy is to get the hell out of there, <laughs> to preserve he's his legacy. He's That's what he wants he's to do. Yeah, no one wants him like that. He doesn't care about Man United's legacy. He, he has no desire to bring back Man United to the forefront of European football. No desire his main whatsoever. Aim is if he did, his main aim he would have been together with Ten Hag. He's not going anywhere. Not hey, Chelsea. Can I ask you a question? Because nobody, because nobody wants him. I told you from and the beginning. And that's, 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 that's my original point. An angry... No, seriously, he wants him. He's going to stay. No, seriously, wants him. No, listen. He's going to... I get that. He's going to stay. He's going to be angry that he's ha- he hasn't left. And that means he's going to put that anger... To the detriment of United. But Lies is a United fan. I, 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 I have, like a, qu- I have a question. Stays. I mean... Me personally, I don't feel the same about Ronaldo. That's not a secret whatsoever. I think, honestly, him leaving or staying does not impact United to that level. The, the thing for me that could potentially push United to that position is with the signing of a defensive midfielder. And they've been chasing Frankie de Jong all summer. I, don't, I still personally do not know if that's going to happen or not. Me personally, I don't know. But I feel like something like that could influence your decision on whether United make, the, make third or not. United will not make third place with a midfielder rotation of Fred and McTominay alternating that defensive midfield position. It won't happen. 
Faisal. United, do United make, do United finish third without Ronaldo? No. So you're saying it solely depends on Ronaldo staying? 100%. All the people who says United is better off without Ronaldo, delusional. No, it's either delusional or it's either Ronaldo agendas and hey, Ronaldo is the person that's going to bring them to Champions League football. He's the one who took us out of Champions League football. And that, that I'm so ready to go opposite. I'm saying if United, if Ronaldo leaves, United have an outside chance. Of my brother. Oh outside my chance, God. though. Well, listen, so no, listen, listen last got Ronaldo yeah, agenda. Me? <laughs> <laughs> you got Ronaldo agenda. I got a United agenda, bro. <laughs> you had United. No, no, listen, I don't want to hear it. No, but I'm good. No, no, but I want Ronaldo to stay. You don't get it. I want him to stay. I want. I hope he stays. That's how finished they are with him. Uh, I would love for this to carry on for the next three months, mm. to be honest, and I'm sure it will, because uh, I think he may well end up staying. Um, Grizz, go for it. My my fourth is uh, some may say controversial or whatever, but I think I, I agree with. I think Leas was saying a couple of the signings. In fact, Zinchenko was one of the shouts for me in terms of one of the signings of the season. I think very mm. astute, very clever signing, very clever. I rate the play as well. So Arsenal go fourth. Um, I think it's a North London. I think it's a North London thing, man. With with Spurs finishing third, I think Spurs have secured third. I genuinely think that, and I think I think they'll. When I say push Liverpool and see, I don't mean for the title, but I mean just be in 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 our in our lane, kind of in our in our eye line, uh, <laughs> up until about January February, before obviously Liverpool and City stride away. But I think the Conte, you can stroke your beard, man. You just said United, so you don't go anywhere. Where I, you, know, you, just anywhere. Anywhere. you just said United for third. You're mad, mad. But, but uh, I think Conte effect is real. It's a serious, serious effect, man. And I think Spurs, third, Arsenal, fourth. I've gone exactly the same. I also think Spurs will... Um, I'm, I don't think they'll challenge like you just said. Mm. I think they'll run it close for three or four weeks before they completely tail off. The only worry is Spurs have to still play European football. Yeah. So they only, only get going when they go out of Europe and that won't be until later on in the season. By then, the, the level that City and Liverpool are, they, they will have ran away with it practically. Um, so, yeah, Grizz, let's hear your one and two. I, I, can, I think it's pretty obvious who you're going to put first, no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. You ain't got a choice, boss. You ain't got a choice. Got a choice really is slaughtered. I'm sorry, remember if I don't. But now, nah, there's genuine reasons. And obviously, you know, I could go into them and, you know, if talking about Liverpool, I could talk all night about them. But I think the World Cup and the amount of players Man City have going away as compared to Liverpool is massive, huge factor. And also, again, like I think I've mentioned before, that the fact that, City squad seems to have a bit of more of an overhaul than the Liverpools. And when I say overhaul, I mean in terms of Zinchenko, Sterling, Jesus, uh, Fernandinho. Even though Fernandinho wasn't a playing active member of the squad, he had huge, huge influence over the winning mentality of the squad. And I think trying to replace them just like that won't be as easy as many think Mm. he has done by by the players he's brought in. And I think the fact that we haven't changed it around, we've brought younger players who are willing to bide their time and learn the clock way, I think, and on top of the sort of... I mean, again, obviously, it depends on injury situations, but the if, if everyone stays fit in our squad, I genuinely think um, number 20 is coming home this season. Really. 
It's a rich shout. It's a rich shout. It's really difficult to do like top two predictions because every, regardless of which order you put them in, there's actually a debate for both yeah. teams, really. Like, you're mad if you're like, nah, Liverpool ain't got a chance or City ain't got a chance. They're both practically going like hammer and tong right to the finish line. Uh, Leas, who are you putting second? Who are you putting first? I've gone back and forth with this, man. I mean... For me, I always find it very difficult to bet against Pep Guardiola because when I look at... This is going to be his 14th season as a manager. He's lost three of those league titles. It was against Real Madrid, against you guys, coincidentally, and against uh, Conte's Chelsea. He's normally over a 38-game season, impeccable. But I don't like the business uh, City have done this year. Obviously, Haaland is a terrific signing, especially for that price. But to lose Sterling and Jesus, who are really the two outlets in that City attack that really stretch the pitch in a way that Mars and Grealish perhaps don't, I don't like those departures and the Zinchenko thing I'm sure they were banking so heavily on Cucurella and they still may bring in someone in that position but I just think City this year have been a bit lazy in the transfer window and there's still the the opportunity but perhaps that Bernardo Silva ends up at Barcelona which I think I personally don't think it will happen but if they are to lose him that's it for me that's their league season done in terms of winning the league and mm. I think this year man wow. and I hate to say it I think this year Liverpool win the league I, I think it's very difficult for teams to go three in a row United are the oh, only team, on, I think they did it twice, uh, to win the league three times in a row. I don't think City will do it this year. And I hope I'm wrong because there's nothing I'd like more than to see Grizz's tears on, on stream, live and direct in HD. <laughs> but I think they're going to do it this year. Uh, Faisal, I feel like you completely disagree because of that groan. Although I, I would have thought you'd be going against Pep Guardiola. <laughs> you hate everything about that man. I, I, I hate him. Uh, and I feel like I've got my own um, agenda, what he's done to Bayern and why he's, he flopped at Bayern. But that, that, that's, that's a completely different topic. But uh, I feel like with this one, I think it, I think everyone should say the same. I think Liverpool second, City first. I think you can't, as, as he said, you can't. With, it's just a winning mentality. And with Haaland now, I think, yeah, he's going to take a bit too, a bit of time to pretty much adapt. But I think he will come to it. And I think with KDB, and I, you're right with Bernardo Silva, but I think with the players they've signed, Calvin Phillips, enough yeah. on, enough cover. Um, Kukakola. Kukakola. The left back is enough. But I think I think this year, I think it will be Grealish. I think Grealish, this is his standout season. I think if he doesn't, mm. he doesn't perform, it's time to call him the biggest flop um, so far. But yeah, I've got City. I think uh, Grealish is going to cook this season. I think he's going to be so good. Um, I think Pep always takes uh, about seven or eight months before a player understands what Pep wants. Yeah. And I don't think Grealish really has anywhere else he can go from this point, whereas Haaland does. So if Haaland in a year or two just isn't vibing with Pep, it's not Pep's thing and Haaland, it's not Haaland's thing. He can go to Madrid, he can go anywhere. Grealish is not going to Madrid. No, Grealish's not. time is at City. And then he's going to end up somewhere else in England. He he is Jack the Lad for a reason. So um, I think he's either got to, he's got to get along with Pep. It's, he hasn't really got a choice. So he probably isn't going to be as entertaining to watch like he was at Villa. He probably is going to become a bit more boring, maybe like a Bernardo Silva who like has, has lost his sort of explosive touch. His ability to take players on is still there, but he doesn't do it in, in the final third. Grealish might lose that. He might become more economical in possession. But um, yeah, I think Grealish is going to cook. I think City are going to win the league. I, I just... Ah, as much as I want to say Liverpool are going to win the league, it's, imp- it's jinx, near maybe or I'm impossible. I'm jinxing it, honestly. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. You're the only person to say it. So I just, I, I, it's so difficult to separate the two teams. But like, whenever I think about separating them, I can only separate them in one direction. And that's City first. That's that's my problem. Like, I can't, I can't even bring the thought to putting Liverpool first. So because of that struggle, I'm like, yeah, it's got to be City because they can't draw the league. If a draw was an option, I would honestly put a draw in. Um, uh, so rapid fire then. All I want is your top scorer and the goals they're going to score. The number of goals exactly they're going to score. And if you get it right, I will happily take you to the most expensive steak place in London and it'll be halal, regardless of whether you eat halal or not. I'm looking at you, Lias. <laughs> Grizz, um, give me your top scorer and the number of goals you scored. My top scorer is going to be not Haaland. It's going to be Mohamed Salah. I think Mohamed Salah is looking so... When I say evil... Like, I mean, in a good way, in a positive way, in, in terms of for other clubs and other defences, he's looking he's looking a menace again. Uh, I know he had a drop-off, so I think Mohamed Salah. And I'm going to go for, because you know what? He needs 64 goals, I believe, to to, to reach the top five all-time Premier League uh, goal scorers. So I think If you say he's scoring 64 this season, no, 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 I'm no, finishing this pod right here. Hear me out. So I think he's going to do that. So I've been known to say that he's going to do that within the next few seasons. And everyone calls it wild. So I think he's going to do... 33 this season and 31 next season. So already, can I give you next season's prediction as well? Can I can I give you next season's prediction as this well? Guy is crazy. So 31 <laughs> next season, but 33 this season, season. So he's got a bit less to do next season. But I think he's going to go wild. FPL listeners, players out there, captain him every week, just 30. 33 means he breaks his own record, as Faisal just said. His record is 32, wow. 32, 33. It, also, the other thing is there's no teams like Norwich in the league this year. Like Bournemouth ain't great, but they're not leaking goals left, right and centre. So where's he getting these like doubles and triples? I love Salah as much United. as the next When he went Leicester, he's probably scoring them all against us. <laughs> yeah, mental. Uh, Faisal, who are you backing? I mean, I only I want it in two words. I don't want to hear, because I think he's a fantastic player in the final. I'll, I just, just straight up. Two words, yeah. All right. Mo Salah. And... That's two already. <laughs> <laughs> Salah, uh, but you know what, Chris? You know what? <laughs> Chris said he's gonna break the record. I crazy. now hear me, hear me. I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. But I do think Salah's gonna have a thirty-plus season. I think Salah's gonna finish with eight goals. Leah, go on. Who's my top goal scorer? My top goal scorer is Harry Kane, and he's going to score twenty-five. I, I will go uh, with Kane. I also think Salah's going to cook this year, though. Got a big feeling like the 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 summer, the, sorry, the winter break here will really benefit him. I've gone Kane and gone twenty four. I've gone Salah at twenty two, uh, and I've gone Haaland at twenty. That's my top three. Let's go playmaker. So the person who's going to get the most assists. Uh, all I want to know is who you think it will be. Uh, and we will add this to a table uh, at some point during the season. Uh, no debates for this one, purely because I don't think... I mean, it's just an opinion-based thing that anybody can have it. Uh, we'll go, Lears. Who's your top uh, playmaker? Salah. Salah and 13 is my guess. Oof. Salah's having a big season yeah, by our calculations. <laughs> I've got Trent, uh, and I'm going with 18. Oh, 18. That's very close to Henry's record. Jeez. Nunes is there, so it's going to be it's going to be enough enough crosses for him. <laughs> that, that I did think about a lot, to be fair. I did think Trent does whip a lot of balls in in the six foot two region, and there ain't a six foot two man in there. Uh, I've gone De Bruyne, uh, 15. 
Uh, and I think I've actually put here 12 will be for Haaland. Wow. Um, because he loves that. He loves that crossing on the deck and Haaland loves that tapping at the back post. Like, I'm saying this looking at loads of like videos and shit, but it, it could also mean absolutely nothing. Go on, Chris. Top playmaker, top uh, sister, call it what you want. Uh, I, th- I still think it's going to be the usual suspect. He's going to reign supreme and that's going to be... I wasn't going to say Mohamed Salah, but I'm going to say Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> I think Kevin De Bruyne is going to have... Uh, He's going to be playing in that advanced role. Now he's going to have a striker ahead of him. So I'm going to go with Kevin De Bruyne as probably just pipping Mohamed Salah again for the for the assist title. Wow. You're getting on Salah this season, isn't it? Wow. Oh, he's wild this season. You guys, I'll tell you. When I'm, you're not, the blonde tips, the eight pack. Yeah. He's on it. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for your predictions. We've... Uh, as always, throwing plenty of people under the bus on socials. If you if you've watched this or you've listened, you've enjoyed it, uh, then make sure you get everyone on Twitter because I can't wait for all of these to flop. In particular, and I'm sorry, Faisal, it's your first, first time we've ever spoken, first time we've ever met. If United finished third, I swear to God, bro, me and you are flying to New York and having a romantic holiday for seven me days. Me too. I'm I don't coming too, bro. Okay. <laughs> bro, 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 book it right now. Book it. I'll put it on my calendar. Book it right now. <laughs> no way. Uh, for those that are listening, thank you so much for tuning in to episode two of the No Ratings Podcast. Plenty more special stuff coming your way. Uh, and if you are new here then make sure you follow or you like or whatever your podcast user thingy allows you to do because i don't even know what they allow people to do now you can drop hearts you can drop anything you want so make sure you do that and we will catch you on episode three Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.